and welcome back to the Esquire Q&A podcast. Each week we sit down with a man or a woman who exhibits both style and substance, and this week is certainly no different. Today we are sitting down with an internationally round chef with restaurants all over the globe. He has been working in the culinary world for the last 20 years, but before that he was a professional snowboarder, of all things. Since swapping the snow for the kitchen, Akira Back has been named the best chef in Las Vegas, participated in more food and drinks events than I have time to list right now, and has been presented with a Michelin star. Earlier this year, he opened up his first restaurant here in Dubai at the new W Hotel on the Palm. And today, we're here to talk to him about what got him started in the culinary world, how he compares Dubai to other food capitals, and what's next on his docket of world domination. Enjoy. I'm going to get you to introduce yourself. Cool. All right. Who yeah. are you and what do you do? Hi, uh, I'm Kara Back. I'm a chef. Mm. Well, you're selling yourself a little bit short because how many restaurants did you say? That 17. You've 17. Yeah. Uh, how many, how many like in the U.S.? U.S. two. Two. So, yeah. so, wait, can so you, in Asia. Can, you, rem- in can Asia. you remember where they all are? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So where are they? Come on. What's, name some cities. So, uh. Jakarta, Singapore, mm-hmm. Bangkok, Hanoi, mm-hmm. Korea. And for those who don't know, how would you kind of describe your your food? Your so style? actually, I have a lot of different concepts. Mm-hmm. So I actually start with Japanese concept. So modern Japanese with Korean uh, essence. Mm-hmm. And I want to actually do a lounge concept. Okay. So I did a lounge concept. And when I open in Korea, I want to do a Korean food first mm-hmm. before a Japanese restaurant. Was, so was I made it. Was that a little bit? Because obviously you grew up in the U.S., correct? No, I, I born and raised in Korea. Okay. And I moved when I was fourteen. Oh, okay, but then was it a little bit daunting, kind of going back to Korea and going? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, I went back because I heard the mission is going to open in Korea. Mm. So you know, born and raised, I want to do something, and I want to open a restaurant that where I grew up. So I actually bought a restaurant one block where I grew up That's without nice. even thinking. Yeah. So my finance, you know, my CFO thought was a really bad idea. Mm. And it was a bad idea for one year. <laughs> and after that, we got the stars. So ever since then, it's been smooth. Why was it a bad idea for that year? You know, because I don't know Korea. Okay. You know, I don't know anyone. <laughs> you know, I haven't been there for a long time. Yeah. And just opening a something there, you know, opening a restaurant is like you need a lot of network because you have to make sure that a lot of customer comes in. Yeah, so how are you going to do that? Mm. I cannot really say, hey, I'm from U.S. and we have a lot of restaurants. Yeah. It doesn't really work because I don't know anyone, right? So we started very, very quiet. Nobody was, you know, showing up. For like three months, <laughs> I would say like maybe 10 a day, 10 people a day. Really? Yeah. Like I'm used to doing 400 between 600 covers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're doing 10. Yeah. And then this is my money, all my life saving. Mm. So And we're bleeding money. Mm. So my eyes were twitching. <laughs> Man, like anything I can think about all that stuff, like it's fun to talk about, yeah, but now. I never want to do it ever again. <laughs> so then, so then, uh, how important was that that Michelin star then? So that Michelin star effectively made the restaurant, would you, you say You know, um, yes and no. I think, but it is important because I want to do it. I want to get it, you know. I actually want to get it for myself because, you know, a lot of people thought what we were doing is not really special, yeah. right? So I want to make sure, and if you get a star, you actually get in, you know recognized as you're a chef before you're a cook, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always wanted to get it. So we got it, and then again after that's a year later. So 
by that time, restaurant was getting a little busy anyway. Mm -hmm. But absolutely, the start definitely helped us. So kind of let's talk about kind of uh, you as a you when you're younger. Why did you end up moving to the U.S.? You know, uh, my father's business. Well, I actually supposed to go to Japan and study baseball. Okay. So I, I play baseball. Yeah. You know, I want to be a baseball player, but. You know, my father threw the curveball at me and said, hey, we're going to move to U.S. When I moved to U.S., I couldn't even speak any English whatsoever. And I don't know what to do. And I want to make friends, but I couldn't say. So I saw these guys wearing a leather jacket, long uh, mohawk with a blue hair, one of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And with a beautiful blonde. So I was like, man, I want to be cool like these guys. How can I be? And I watched them. They're doing skateboarding and snowboarding. Okay, yeah. So I picked up snowboarding pretty fast, mm. become professional, travel, you know, with them mm. and all that stuff. But yeah, I never really thought that we're going to live in U.S. So then kind of, uh, so you, you said before that you, you ended up going pro. Yeah. Snowboarding. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how do you go from s snowboarding professionally to a chef? So X Games show up. Mm -hmm. Um. I feel like the sponsor is pushing me um, more professional way, right? Yeah. Because you have to compete and all that. But again, I, I did it because I want to make friends. Okay, yeah. That's it. And I want to learn how to speak English. Mm. So by that time, I was getting burned, you know, burned out anyway. And I don't want to go to school and burn my father's money. Yeah, 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 They put me in nice private school mm. by pretty much this snowboarding. Okay, and yeah. School was really, uh, uh, in a good way, easy for me to choose. Because, mm. you know, a long time ago, was A, B, C, D, or, you know, one, two, three, four, right? Yeah. So I was actually very good at that, choosing. So my grade was very good. But I wasn't really learning too much because I, I didn't want to learn. I just yeah. want to snowboard and yeah. hang out with my friends. So anyway, the sponsorship, my injury, all that coming up. And I, I got to do something. Mm -hmm. So there's a restaurant we used to hang out called Kenichi Restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I just went there and asked the chef, like, hey, can I be, just learn how to cook? Because mm -hmm. to me, he seems... So chill, right? And how he mm -hmm. talked to customer, how he hold the wine, you know, like just anything about that guy, I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. Again, it's nothing to do with Japanese food or anything like that. Because mm -hmm. that time, I couldn't eat raw fish. Really? Yeah, I couldn't eat. I would just, all the snowboard and skier used to just go to his restaurant and hang out. So it was just hang out, cool spot to be. Mm -hmm. So I just want to be in that environment. And then I asked the guy, I thought he was a really cool guy, but end up, insanely crazy <laughs> insane you know i used to count the uh, rice bottom of the floor yeah you know he tell me hey you know count it so he properly he put, he put you through the pace oh yeah and then tell me you know respect the rice yeah. and all that you know like a movie yeah, yeah, where yeah, everybody yeah. heard from right so then but for most people that would turn them off why did you kind of go well i got to continue through this you know i did it because for me i didn't have i don't want to go to school yeah okay. honestly yeah and I just did it because I thought it was pretty interesting. Someone tell me how stupid I am. <laughs> and I want to prove he's wrong. Mm. You know, I want to show him that, hey, I can do it, but it just takes time. Mm. So I just bit my tongue. And as a human, right, if everybody tell you you cannot do it for a long time and tell you how stupid you are, you truly believe, you think you're stupid. So it doesn't even bother you anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. But you still have a fire that you want to prove. You can show him something really unique and you what you can do. So I think that fire let me go, you know, keep going. And then here I am. Well, so when did it go from kind of you just working in the kitchen to actually you being kind of, you know, 
head chef or, or maybe taking over your first restaurant? So the first restaurant, I was after eight years later. Okay. After uh, eight years working for him, I left. Mm -hmm. So I, I got the first gig as a head chef. Mm -hmm. But even that time, if I look at back, I wasn't really head, you know? I just <laughs> got the title. Yeah. Yeah. But because still I'm learning. Mm. The great thing about restaurant business is it never stops. Mm. And especially cooking, man, like the flavor, what you can make, mm. you know, and then you go travel mm. and, you know, you just learn all the time. So it's 24-7 job that you're learning. Mm. So that's what I love. So then kind of all your restaurants, do they follow a similar theme? Yeah. So, you know, Akira back, exactly same everywhere in the world. Okay. And so same menu as well? Same menu. Yeah. Why, why is that? You know, because I want to make sure my uh, um, guests go out of their country. Mm. They want to go eat same thing. Mm. You know, it's really cool. The other day I got texts from a couple of my customers yeah. and they sent me all different pictures, right? Mm. One of them is in Korea, one of them is in Bangkok. Mm. And first thing they said, hey, food is exactly the same as what I ate, at, you know? Mm. So it's 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 great. Mm. Yeah. So what, uh, are, there, are there other challenges to that? Because obviously I imagine getting, the, getting ingredients in Dubai, for example, has got to be a little bit harder than in Bangkok. Yeah, uh, you know, the in the beginning, everything was challenging. Mm. Every country is different, mm. but once we figure out the system, it gets smooth. Mm. Yeah, when we opened here, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit challenging, but it's Dubai, you know. You can get anything you want to <laughs> get in Dubai. It's just like Las Vegas, mm. you know. So we did not had a that much hard time here, actually. We didn't have that many hiccups. Dubai was very smooth for me, actually. Well, I was going to say, so how does it compare to Las Vegas? Because a lot of people do compare to these two cities. Yeah, I think it's very similar, you know, believe it or not. Yeah, very, very similar. Mm. But Vegas never sleeps, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dubai, I think it sleeps a little bit. Yeah, Dubai, you do Yeah, definitely. But Vegas, they don't sleep. <laughs> you have a choice. You can go all night. So is your, rest is your restaurant open all night? No. No, okay. we only do a dinner. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, because people, people sleep in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> um, so what, what is it like? I'm always fascinated with, with people uh, in all businesses that decide to make their brand their name because obviously it, it's not you're not just kind of you're not calling it something else you're calling it your actual name yeah was that one why did you do that and did, were you ever kind of scared because obviously if you put your name on a restaurant it fails it's pretty direct kind of you're a failure yeah absolutely absolutely i mean it is scary in a way but i want to do it mm. i want to do it for myself mm. first you know the restaurant right now in in vegas it's called Yellowtail by Akira Back. Mm. It's been, exists almost 12 years. Mm. I would say about 25% of customer don't even know Akira Back. Yeah. They go, let's go Yellowtail, right? Yeah. So it always been bothering me. It's like, why? Mm. So let me just flip that around and put Akira Back. Mm -hmm. And everybody said, you sure? You it's fail? Insane. Yeah. You're screwed. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm not going to fail. Mm. I've been doing it for a while and I believe. Mm. So we did it. And it's good, you know, it's been awesome. Mm. And now anything, pretty much all the different concept, I try to put a lot of AB on it. Okay, yeah. Because I want to make sure that people know, mm. you know. Well, I was going to say, so I, I've, I've, I ate at your restaurant here in Dubai when it, when it opened. And you do, you like to have little twists on things. Yeah. But why, why is that? Like, again, like I've had, a, you, have, you have kind of a pizza concept, a tuna mm -hmm. pizza, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, why do that? You know, uh, um, so... The great thing about here and also Akira Bag is we respect the tradition. Mm. So if you want to eat traditional sashimi and sushi, we have that. Yeah. But I'm not a traditional person. Mm. You know, I, I'm pretty much grew up in Korea. 
went to, you know, US. So I become Asian American. So my palates are very different. So I want to make something melting pot of culture. So that's why the pizza, right? Like Mexican flavor, you know, raw flavor, truffle, Italian flavor, stuff like that. Because I think it just tastes good to me. You know, it's my tongue. You know, it's my palate. I don't want to do not my style, you know. I want to do my own. I want to make everything that how I think and how I like to eat. That's why all the food, you go there, it's different. And it's very different and very unique. And, you know, people ask me, is it a fusion? I would say, no, it's not a fusion. I don't want to call it fusion. Mm-hmm. I want to call it, like, my style. That's good, because I hate f- the word Perfect. fusion is overused yes. everywhere. It's I terrible. Know. There are so many people ask me that I get really quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what what type of chef are you in the kitchen? Are you, like, the, you know, the Gordon you... Ramsay angry chef? Are you, like, the quiet, calculating chef? Yeah, you know... Um, I think, you know, Golden Ramsey, he's very nice. He's not, In person, he's lovely. Even the kitchen. I think most people don't know how kitchen <laughs> is, honestly. The, what I learned, he's, <laughs> I would just smile if he was my chef, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we learn crazy. I burn, you know, like you can see, yeah. I burn, you know, my hand with a cigarette, knife flying. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's intense, you know. It's pretty physical, crazy yeah. thing. That's what I learned. Mm. So that's what I used to know. Mm. Then I realized... That's not it, mm. you know. Life is not about that, and it's changing. So, yeah, I think back in the days, I used to be super crazy, yeah, for sure. Now I'm a lot more mellow and chill, and try to understand that. Yeah. So I think my chef actually been with me for a really long time. So those guys still told me they have a nightmare. Okay. Because I used to be so crazy, <laughs> but now they always ask me when we hire a new guy. Mm. They always ask like, "Why are you so soft now? Like, what happened to you?" like i don't know you know i think it's changed mm-hmm. but yeah it, it was crazy but now i say it's very fair and chill but what's the when you kind of bring on a chef what sort of training do you kind of put them through you know um training just make sure that you know clean how clean it is mm. and how respect the ingredients is mm. and how they're gonna follow the the rule mm. you know like if we want to make a brand and we want to make sure stay with the brand is they have to follow you exactly what you're telling. Mm. Otherwise, your food will change. Mm. So it's actually tough because some chef actually or some cook, maybe they're really, really talented, mm. but they don't have limited uh, thing because mm. they just has to do exactly what we had to tell them. Right? Yeah. So sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Mm. For our job is we got to make sure we teach them exactly how we want it. Mm. So, yeah. So kind of... Uh, I've talked to a few different chefs, and they always kind of mention the the power of Instagram. Uh, and, and, and there's more than a few restaurants around the world that have individual dishes that have almost been built because they know people will take a picture of it and share it. Would you agree with that? And do you have any dishes on your kind of menu there? Are... Yeah, you know, uh, um, I think a lot of uh, our food is very uh, Instagram-friendly because mm. I think... I started in Vegas, right? So a lot of things have a wow factor. Yeah, yeah. So we're lucky we didn't thought about it, you know, when we do it. Mm. But everything we did was very visual friendly also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely it helps. Yeah. But Instagram, you know, Yelp, all that stuff, you know, a lot of people ask me, what do you think about it? Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not good for the restaurant business because everybody become a, you know, critic or a food blogger, right? Well, yeah. So sometimes it's tough. 
Well, even it? with like uh, like Zomato and like Roundtable, like you know, people, yeah. TripAdvisor, people rating. Yeah, absolutely. At, when they're not qualified to actually yeah. do anything at all, do yeah, any sort of food review. Absolutely. It, it's tough because we die in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, people have no idea. We got no life. Mm. So, and sometimes, yes, price is a little expensive, but they have no idea what kind of source we're getting. Yeah. It's all different, you know. But yeah, but yeah, Instagram, yeah, it's very important. <laughs> Social media is definitely important. It is important. So what's the most annoying thing that a, that a customer can do at one of your restaurants? You know, yeah, like you say, fusion. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or, you know, something that they think they should, you know, say, right? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but what are you going to do, mm. you know? But sometimes customer is right also. Mm. It's not always they're wrong, you know, they're most time they're right too. So yeah, but so far I haven't really met crazy customer. Okay. I only met one customer. Okay, yeah. And then I eighty six that guy <laughs> in all my restaurant. Yeah. And I told I tell him straight up. Do you have like a ban list and he's just one guy on only it? Only one guy. <laughs> that guy is now like my restaurant. What did he do? No, how he says stuff. He kind of very unnecessarily, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So he kind of <laughs> defended my mom's art. Oh, okay. So I yeah. got really pissed off. I yeah. was like, Whoa. You'll never eat in one of my restaurants. Yeah, I was like, it, it's my mom's art, right? I told yeah. you. Well, what's the purpose? Mm. If you don't like it, it's okay. But, you know, stop, you know, stop, just keep going for like 10 minutes about the art. And Wait, all did that I, stuff. I think at the, so. when I had dinner there, I think I was given, was I given a piece of yeah, your mother's yeah, art yeah, or yeah, like a, yes. a print? Uh-huh. Yes. So then is your mom's art, is that, uh, uh, that's a large feature in yeah. all your restaurants? Yeah, so all my restaurant has my mom's elements. Mm. Yeah. It's very, very important. Why, why is that? You know, feel like in in Asia, we have some kind of um, letter. Mm. Usually the monks write it. Mm. So it's kind of protect, you know, protect us, right? Like over like doors and yeah, sort of Yeah, thing. right? So for me, I feel like my mom's art protect me and my restaurant. Okay, yeah. And, you know, again, the theme of the art match our brand. Yeah. And it just blends it so well. Mm. So everything. Who cooks better food, you or your your mom? Definitely mom. <laughs> but I can definitely cook for many people. What does she want? What does she think of? Does she come to your restaurants? Yeah. What, you know, what does she think of your food? She loves it. Yeah, she loves it. Luckily, she loves it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, um, still these days, if my mom or my dad show up, yeah. that's the time that I always get nervous. Okay, really? Because they're very the um, harshest critics. Yeah, and they know the food. And they've been eating my foods for so long. So even little tiny thing is off, they know right away. Yeah, and, and they're not afraid. So to... it's pretty amazing, yeah. actually. So it's great. Have they been to Have they been to all the restaurants? Most of them, yeah. But been... not Dubai yet. Not Dubai but yet. they're coming next year. Okually, yeah. yeah. We actually they're supposed to come this year, but they're coming next year. Mm. And I cannot wait. And that's the time that first they always tell me to don't cook. I want to come and eat. And you eat with us, okay? Yeah, because I would want to give you exactly feedback. Yeah, that this Sakura bag is the same as the other one. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Yeah, and then they'll tell me straight up. Yeah. Then after that, then I'll go crazy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess when you go around the family dinners, I'm guessing your mom does the cooking, not you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the way yeah. it should. I don't. I don't. I don't cook at home whatsoever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Most I've I've heard that like a lot of chefs that they they cook in the kitchen. Yeah. But out of the kitchen, they just don't want to don't want to touch, don't want to think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, most chefs always have a frozen pizza usually. Frozen pizza, so. like or instant noodles. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that seems yeah, to yeah. be the, the, the that's way to do. Number, it. Yeah, that's one of those things. That's one of those things. <laughs> uh, so, what is it like? Kind of, I guess, because you have so many restaurants around the world, how do you 
How do you compare kind of the food scene here in Dubai versus, say, somewhere in Asia versus Las Vegas? No, you know, the Dubai scene, I think it's one of the top. Mm. There's so many restaurants here, mm. so many hotels. So, mm. yeah, I mean, absolutely. Mm. New York, Vegas, mm. compare. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, you can compare. London. Yeah, Dubai is amazing. Mm. And it's very competitive because there's so many restaurants. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And yeah. there's so many different hotels yeah. opening, and each hotel has generally a e- fine dining restaurant. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so... It's a tough market, yeah, in a good way. Well, yeah, uh, and I think, but if you look at the number of chefs, world renowned, some of the world's biggest chefs that are attached to restaurants in Dubai, uh, it's, a, it's a ridiculous number. Yeah, uh, but you mentioned before that kind of you moved into Seoul because you heard the Michelin Guide was going to to open there. What do you think about kind of Dubai um, and Michelin? Do you think this is sort of place that that they will eventually come to? I, I, for sure, they will come here. Mm. Yeah, why not? Well, it's I, the right place to be. Yeah, and the, everybody's here, mm. you know. And and the competitor here is unbelievably crazy. Mm. So I think it's a matter of time that will be here, actually. But then, do you think that is necessarily a good thing? Because obviously, for you, you want to star, yeah, and that kind of that kind of really helped help that restaurant, yeah. help kick it off. Yeah, absolutely. But obviously, for people who lose stars i mean there's a thing called michelin madness where yeah. chefs just get kind of you know really like tunnel vision it's all about winning yeah. it's all about winning and yeah. and obviously there's a lot of stress that goes with yeah. that you, you know it, it could be good it could be bad but i think it's a positive thing mm. you know because i think that people will push harder you know mm. i think it's good mm. and yeah you know i can say because i got one you know and then <laughs> <laughs> at least i go hey i did it before you know yeah. I, I actually everybody asked me are you can you sleep over it or yeah. not i was like now I, I don't really care. I was going to say, what happened if you I lost did it? it? What happened if you lost it? I'll cry, would, would you... but it's okay. okay. I'll, you know, I beat my tongue and I'll try harder. But you still try to get it back. You wouldn't be like, cool, I've had it and now I no longer need yeah, it. Yeah, actually, it's okay because I, you know, it's one of those things I want to do it for a while, right? And yeah. I did it. Yeah. But it's always want to have it for sure, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I got <laughs> it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what, uh, I guess, was there any particular challenges? Because I'd, I'd say now you're, a, now you're a chef restaurateur, right? Mm-hmm. Was there any challenges in moving from the you know the cooking side of it to the the business side of it? You know, uh, um, yes and no. Like cooking, still all my menu, I make it. Yeah. So it's fun. Business side, I always like business side. Mm. Being a businessman, watch my father. So I think it's fun. Mm. More restaurant I actually open, and restaurants more opening. Mm. I have to deal with all the business aspect, right? I have to do the deal. It's fun, actually. Mm. You know, going it's a chess game. It's fun. Yeah. You know? So you don't mind it? I love it. So how often are you in the different restaurants around the world? Because there is that stigma yeah. of like, you go into like, you know, this guy's restaurant yeah. and he's there once a year. Yeah. And he's only there and he shows his face and yeah. they pack out the dining room and then he goes away. Yeah. You know, um, my contract, actually, I don't have to be a lot. <laughs> okay, yeah. Luckily. Yeah. But my personality... I have to be there a lot. Like, think about Dubai. I've already been here four times already. Yeah. You know? So other restaurants, same thing. Because mm. I, I like to go and I really like to see customer eating. Yeah. It makes me feel energized. Mm. It feels great. Well, so then how do you do it physically, though? Because you're all around the globe. If you're visiting them all, yeah. surely that must mean you must live on an airplane. Yeah. And then airplane is actually awesome. You can <laughs> I was going to say, you, you I must, love you must it, enjoy it. Yeah, it's the best because you can sleep. Yeah. And you can catch up with movies and yeah. stuff. And I kind of actually bummed out now that many uh, uh, airplane has Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. So you can't, you I can't really get wish, away from it. Yeah, that's, you know, before was best. Because now I'd be like, before I was like, dude, like, I didn't get it. Mm. 
Now I get everything. Now I get messages. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. Right? Before so, it was like forced yeah, downtime. Exactly. Whereas now there's no excuse. Yeah, yeah I'll just do that on yeah, a plane. Yeah. But plane is good. I love it. Yeah. Sleep, energize. Yeah. And then go back, you know. So what do you do when you, when, what do you do to switch off? Or do you ever switch off? Are you one of those guys that's always kind of on, always thinking about food and business? Yeah. I, I always thinking about a few things my dream, family, and, Snow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so your ideal, your ideal holiday is just to go off. Snow, yeah, yeah I go snowboarding uh, um, once a year for yeah. sure. Yeah, I go ride. Where? I usually go Montana. Okay. Yeah, just get lost there. Yeah, it's just awesome. Snow, mm. mountain, fresh air. You've been to Ski Dubai. There. Yeah, I've been there. Have you been? Yes. There? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did you think of it? It's interesting. <laughs> it's yeah. Interesting. But, yeah. But again, it's not bad. It's, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, mm. but it's definitely. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It, it's definitely, I mean, it's great for for the desert. Exactly. But it's not, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's, it's short. It's quite incomparable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, short. Like if you kind of, a lot of people I know have learned in Ski Dubai. Yeah. And the moment they actually get on, on a proper slope, it's yeah. just a whole different, yeah. a whole different game. Yeah. Um, so I guess kind of the, kind of the, the last kind of question I have is kind of, do you have any more future plans uh, here in the region or in Dubai specifically? Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I'm going to have more, for sure. Would you like more, more restaurants or you know, more? What, what do you want to be doing? Uh, uh, I'm going to do one concept and mm. um, theater. Okay. So I'm going to make a um, dinner. Like okay. Like a very cool, unique a VIP, Yeah. you know, stuff like that. Dinner while watching a yeah, movie. Yeah, watch, watching your movies. How is Something that? Something really different. Is that easy? Because obviously when you're watching a film, like you're not going to be yeah. eating like a, a exactly. bowl of rice while, yeah, you're eating, yeah. while you're watching so a film. So I have to make... Hard. All that thing, you know, even popcorn, I got to think about like yeah. how I'm going to do a different flavor, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But everything should be exactly like you're watching. So like cool burritos. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Eating, yeah, watching. So you don't have to actually. Exactly. Fast. But you don't, your hands doesn't get messy. Stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's there's, right. there's a lot of stuff will come up. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. then uh, just in Dubai or are you looking at, because oh, there's a lot of talk of Saudi Arabia now and that's kind of opening up to tourism. Yeah, you know, there will be a lot. There will be a lot. Doha, you know, uh, yeah, there will be a lot of stuff going on for sure. But right now, you know, here, I want to consider a couple of things here. I want to make sure my restaurant is number one. Mm. You know, we're becoming very popular. I want to get more popular, mm. more people to know, know about it. Mm. They can go there and really try. Mm. And I want to make sure they know why they should go to Akira back. You know, because everybody asks me why they should go. Yeah. I go, hey, the reason why you go there, have fun and share the food. Mm. It's, you know, you're vegan or meat eater yeah. or sushi eater. You want to eat traditional thing. We we got it all. Mm. I want to bring everybody one table and everybody have fun. So that's my mission, you know. So next year I come here and I want to know everybody be like, oh, because I am I always wear Akira back t-shirts. Okay. Yeah. When I uh, travel. Yeah. And because I want to see the people know or people not. recognize it. Yes, yeah. this time only one person recognize it. Okay. Hopefully next time when I come back airport, someone maybe five or six mm. stop me mm. and say, "Hey, I've been your restaurant. Mm. It's good." Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you and it's got to be good because again, next year your your mom and dad are coming, so oh, you've yeah. got to make sure the standards yeah, stay really high. Uh, well, perfect. Thank you very much for, for coming down and. Uh, uh, We'll be back at the restaurant. We, we love it. It's a part of our top 50 restaurants, so fantastic. Awesome. Thank you. 
That has been another episode of the Esquire Q&A podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, go ahead and tell us that. Give us a quick rating using your podcast app of choice as that helps us narrow down which guests you love and which guests you might not necessarily love so much. Otherwise, we'll be back again next week with another podcast. I'll see you very soon.